0: everyone it's Lorraine rain back again how are Hello. you lorraine
1: i'm good thank you
0: yeah really good thank you um we got a great response to Jaden's show last week didn't we yeah it
1: was
0: brilliant really, really good wanted to to. i think it's great when we talk about things that aren't really spoken about um and and because there's so many people that have the same stuff going on and it's just not spoken about so i think that's why that one was really popular
1: Yeah, and I think there's probably a lot of people going through something similar and it's nice to see it from somebody who's been there.
0: Totally, yeah. So that was really good. And I think we've got another one like that this week with Rico. So she's got a page called Rico's PDA. Is it PDA page? Yeah, I'm sure if you look Rico-PDA, you'll find her. Um, And that stands for post... No, hang on. Pathological demand avoidance. Yes, I still can't get that in my head, <laughs> which is something before talking to Rico and, and Lorraine putting me in touch with her, I'd never heard of. Um, and it's really, really interesting because it's kind of like the autism side of it and the PDA side of it are at war um, because they're kind of opposites, really. So I think it's, it's something that is becoming more widely recognised.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so hopefully... There'll be other people out there that can relate to this or have heard of it and maybe questioning whether they've got it. And I think you'll get a lot of value out of listening to what Rico's got to say.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that, um, them or their children, have not got a diagnosis of autism. And it's because they're probably more down the PDA route. So I think if they, if they can watch and listen to this, they're going to learn a lot from it because it is still being learned about. The, the professionals aren't, aren't that great with it at the moment. But the more awareness we can bring, then that's going to really help. Definitely.
0: So that's good. So hopefully you'll all enjoy that. And what else is happening on the page?
1: Uh, The usual reviews, live videos. um, We're learning Makaton with Bernadette. But in the VIC group, we've actually got a competition running. So you can enter a video that's a testimonial video to go on our new website, and you get to win some chewy gems. So that's on the VIT page at the moment, and we've had some absolutely brilliant entries already. And we only launched it yesterday.
0: Fab. I look forward to seeing those. Good. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have a listen to Rico, and then we'll be back. And after that,
2: enjoy. We love a net. And we love a jet. We love to help, and that's a fact. So we have made it our mission to find stuff out. Diagnosis and education Stim it out of your frustration Chat to folks who been there too Collect it together and share it with you If you know someone we should speak to Send them our way and that's what we'll do We like to have our sensory natures You know what?
0: Hi everyone, Uh, it's Jenny here again, back with Sensory Matters episode, and today we have Rico. So Rico um, has a Facebook page called, is it? Rico's PDA page is that right yeah. okay. Um so you, you can go find her and, and look her up but basically the reason why we wanted to chat to Rico is uh, she has pathological demand avoidance which was a whole new term to me that I knew nothing about um, so I think it's a great opportunity for us to chat and other people can learn a bit about it as it links into autism or it's it can be one of the traits of autism am I on the right
2: lines Rico It's a type of autism, but still trying to work out what it is exactly.
0: Okay. So I think we just start at the beginning and we'll do kind of like an idiot's guide to to PDA because I've I've read it and I still don't quite get it. So I'm hoping you can help. Yeah,
2: sure. Okay. Um, Yeah, basically it's pathological demand avoidance. Um, I think it's a type of autism. Uh, there's a lot of different theories on what it is, but there's not actually a lot of research out about it. Okay. Um, so I'm not entirely sure. But my theory is that um, it's basically just autism, like you've got the autism gene. Um, there's a gene which causes a PDA, and basically it affects the type of area in, in your brain that's responsible for recognising danger. Okay. In ours is like, it doesn't work like everyone else's. So what happens is um, like whenever we try to do something or not do anything, just like any time we try and act, anything, yeah. um, it triggers the danger response. So if you like say, oh, I'm going to stand up, it'll be like, no, don't do that. That's dangerous. Oh, and OK. If, like you say, oh, you need to brush your teeth. No, that's dangerous. You can't do that. Like so, for everything. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah there are ways of working around it um, yeah. like for example I might say oh, I need to do the dishes so I'll say I'm not doing the dishes and my brain will go oh no you can't not do your dishes it's really important you do so then I do them <laughs> because that part of the brain is not very intelligent and um, that's why it thinks everything's a danger because it, it doesn't really understand and um, so, we protect us but it's not very good at protecting us um, so are you having to
0: constantly override your thought process to kind yeah. of correct it um, but like i said it's not very intelligent so you can work around it sometimes it takes a while for it to kick in so sometimes if you act straight away yeah um it
2: can it, it takes it a while to realize that it's a danger so then you've already done it it's too late okay um, which is why novelty is a good um, thing for us because if you do something over and over again then it recognizes that's a danger Whereas if you're doing something new, it takes a while for it to process whether it's a danger or not. Okay. Um, so then it's a lot easier for you to do it. but then uh, you have to keep changing everything all the time, to otherwise which, it becomes...
0: A <laughs> which is hard work, I would imagine. Because I was reading yeah. on your blog, you've, you've got a bit about the, the PDA side of you and the autism side of you being at constant loggerheads with each other because autism yeah, craves routine.
2: Like, um, a lot of autistics need the... Um, repetition and things because um they don't like new things because that causes anxiety yeah and um, we still have that if we do things the same all the time it triggers demand avoidance wow. so we're kind of screwed way because we want things the same but we can't have it the same because that makes us avoid it so and we have to have it different but then that causes anxiety and then we want it the same and
1: wow. it's just
2: around, and around
0: so when so what came first for you the autism diagnosis How how did you discover the PDA part?
2: Well, at at first um, I read up about Asperger's and I thought I had that, but it didn't quite fit. Okay. But I got a diagnosis of that anyway. Okay. And then I kept reading because it didn't quite fit and I wasn't sure what I had as well. Yeah. Um, And then came across PDA, I went to try and get a diagnosis and they said, yeah, it fits, but we don't diagnose it. Oh. It's useless. Um, Why why don't
0: they diagnose it?
2: I don't know. They just want. It seems to be like this thing in the professional world where they won't diagnose it, and they won't tell us why. They won't diagnose it. They just want. I,
0: like, I wonder if you know it's. I wonder if it's to do with the the fact that you've said there's not been a lot of research and information on it. So maybe they haven't got enough yeah, evidence yeah. yet to diagnose it. Yeah,
2: but then there's a lot, not a lot of research done in other areas, and they'll, I mean, they'll diagnose things like DMDD, and there's yeah. not a lot of research on that either, but they'll happily diagnose that
0: instead of PDA. Wow, I think yeah. a like some secret reason that they're not telling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so how, how old were you when you figured out that you had the PDA? Uh, I think it was about
2: 28. Okay. So it was like about three or four years ago.
0: So if, if there was someone watching this sitting thinking, oh, do I have it? What sort of things would you say are common, common signs of uh, it?
2: Definitely, the need to avoid everything. It can be really subtle um, in the way it is. Like it, it might look like executive functioning, hmm. and you might have that as well, which can be extra confusing. But it's basically like you, every time you try and do anything, even things you want to do, like you can't, or you get panicking that you can't do it. Okay. Because um, a lot of artists tend to avoid things anyway, yeah. for like various reasons, including like sensory. And like um, transitional reasons, um, but with PDA, it's like everything. Um, even things like you've had no problem with doing it and all of a sudden, you just can't do it. and There's no reason that you can figure out. Okay. Like so I absolutely love reading. Yeah. And I'll go buy loads of books, and I'll get home and I'm like, I really want to read this, but I can't. Right. Just like I can't pick it up. And <laughs> and
0: what what does that feel like? How do you know? Like, how does it stop you? How You just, you can't physically bring yourself to pick up the book or is it your head talking or...? It's a bit hard. Sometimes
2: I physically can't move um, and it's like my body's just shut down and I'm, like, screaming inside, like, move, move, and my body's just, like, not responding at all. It feels a lot like a shutdown. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, uh, it used to be um, getting out of bed... And I'd be, like, physically screaming, I need to get up and trying to move my body. And it's like you've got, like... Um, when you have um, a cesarean and they give you that injection and you can't move, it's yeah, like that. feels like that. you're trying to make your body move and it just won't move, and the more you try, the harder it becomes. If you stop and then say, oh, I'm not getting up, suddenly you're able to move. It's just...
0: So that, that must doing. be quite frightening sometimes.
2: Yeah, um... Because like, I worry about them, like dangerous situations. Like, if I have to do something and then my body starts moving, it's scary.
0: Yeah. So, what? What's? Can you give us an example of where um, a, a situation you've been in where PDA has kicked in?
2: Um, one of the weird things is um, an artist, like I said, my body just does things of its own accord, and um, sometimes i've been walking down the street and i'll see some prickly thorns, and i'll think oh i mustn't go near them because they're prickly and dangerous and then my body starts swerving towards it i'm like what's going on
0: wow <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so how, how do you um well i suppose I, I think i've grasped this but when i was reading about it i was thinking to myself well I avoid things most people do everything they can to avoid things that they don't want to do and sometimes I avoid things I do want to do which probably tells me that I don't really want to do them at that point because I'm maybe not in the mood for whatever so when and I think we all do that so when does that stop and PDA start like why how would you know that you're just a, a, a neurotypical person avoiding a situation versus someone that's got PDA what makes it different
2: it is hard to tell because sometimes like i've come up with a term artistic demand avoidance okay which is when the demand avoidance is like on the par with pda and mm-hmm. um, i think the main reason is you, with artistic demand avoidance you can usually tell what there is that's stopping it and yeah. if that's resolved like then you're able to do it okay and um, like if there's a sensory issue causing you to stop from having a bath mm-hmm. once like the sensory issue is gone you can usually have a bath fine yeah and um, there's nothing else like executive function and stopping it but with pda it's like it varies a lot sometimes you can just go and have a bath and other times you're like you can't have a bath it what? varies a lot as well yeah and um, with autistic demand avoidance it's usually like nearly always same. Um, whereas with PDA it just varies, one day you can do something perfectly fine and the other time you just can't at all. Wow. So, okay, that's
0: that's that's the key thing then isn't it? It's just that you never know what's coming, the total variety of...
2: like so I mean, People say, like, how would you react to a certain situation? i like, have like, I've not got a clue. No. I mean, it, it changes every time. Yeah. I wake up and I don't know what the day is going to be like because I just... I don't know.
0: So how, how on earth do you manage that day to day then?
2: I don't know. I just I wing it a lot. You wing it. use quite a lot of strategies like um, I don't plan much. Okay. Um, because if I plan it it's not going to happen. Yeah. Whereas if I don't plan it and if I say sometimes if I need to do something I'll say up to it I'm not doing this. There's no way I'm doing it at all. And then I end up doing it because like it's the opposite of what I'm trying to
0: do. So how how did you feel on the run up to this then, knowing that this was planned?
2: I was just not thinking about it.
0: Right. So that's a strategy, what? is it? Same just to, gonna
2: happen.
0: yeah, yeah. So just don't don't think about things, and then you can get on with them. And you've yeah. you've, you've got a son because I heard him earlier asking for his. his I've got
2: three boys. You've yeah. got three
0: boys. How old are they?
2: Um, Eleven, nearly five, and two.
0: Are any of them on the spectrum or showing signs of
2: PDA or anything like that? Definitely know the older two are PDA. Okay. Um, I don't know about the youngest. But right. He's definitely stubborn. If you tell him to do something, he just ignores you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got two of them. Um. So, yeah, okay. So with that, then, um, running a family life must be difficult sometimes.
2: Yeah. Um, so
0: what does that look like? Because obviously you've got the routine of school?
2: Um, um, well, I home educate. Ah, okay. That's a bit easier and harder at the same time.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh, that's interesting. And, and, and do you think, did you, what made you come to that decision to home educate?
2: Um, we sort of fell into it. Moved um, house and the eldest had already gone to a few schools. Right. So we decided not to send him to another school for like just one year. Yeah. Um, it did it make any sense. Okay. Um, and then we just preferred like home educating.
0: There's less meltdowns and um, like getting ready for school and having to get them to school. It's just awful. Yeah.
2: Um, it could take hours. Yeah. they just be screaming and throwing things and everything. It was just awful.
0: Yeah. So life's much yeah. better home educating them.
2: Yeah. one just like gets up at their own time and go at our own pace
0: but with that you you must you must again have to plan a little bit of what you're going to do with them
2: yeah um like if we're going out i need to plan yeah like we're going to leave and things like that yeah Mm -hmm. but in terms of like i tried to make it like um with a lot of pda is not giving them a lot of information helps Like with eldest, he just wants to know how early he has to be ready to go and that's it. Yeah. Maybe a little bit about where we're going, he doesn't want to know any details. Okay. Because then he'll get anxious and he won't be able to go. Right. um, Whereas the less he knows, the better, really.
0: Yeah, okay. So from your point of view though, you're you're managing them um, to make it as easy as possible for them, but in that process, you must be having to do all the things that you don't really want to do or that your body doesn't want <laughs> to do. That must be incredibly <laughs> challenging.
2: Yeah, it up quite a lot of coping strategies.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's yeah. let's talk coping strategies then um, in, in terms of practical tips that people could take away that they could implement if they're like you. What would you yeah. suggest? Um, I think
2: there's not loads, mostly like try not to, Plan too much, make sure you've got a get out cause, uh, try not to be too hard on yourself if you can't like make something, up, if you can't do anything,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, introduce quite a lot of novelty into it okay. so if you're going out somewhere like maybe decide like I might go to a shop and get a cake like, as a sort of reward but also as a novelty factor. Okay. I um, don't know. I'm there. But one of the ways I'm, I'm uh, one of the strategies is like saying I'm going to do, like wash the dishes with the aim of like doing something else. So if I need to tidy up the living room, I'll say, oh, I need to make this phone call. And the phone call's awful, mm-hmm.
0: but
2: tidying up the living room is easier. Okay. Um, so I'll be like, I need to make this phone call. I'm going to do this instead. I'm not going to tidy up the living room. And my brain will be like, no, let's tidy up the living room instead. And then I get the living room tidy. Okay. Hong Kong might never get made but at least i tidy up
0: the living room. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the whole you mentioned a get out clause. So it does does that help you? That if you've planned right today, we are going to go to the local castle or museum or whatever. Um, okay. But you've got like an exit strategy. So so in your head, you are like well, if we go to the castle and we don't want to be at the castle, we'll change and go to the museum.
2: Yeah. Is, is that what you mean? Um, sort of, yeah. Or also saying, like, I can just cancel okay. and not go at all. Yeah. Um, or, like, say, we'll go uh, to the supermarket, but we might go to a cafe as well. Um, and we'll, like, decide on spur the moment whether we're going to go back to a cafe or the supermarket.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what about your, your own parents? Are they supportive?
2: Uh, I don't have any contact with them. Okay. They weren't they weren't very supportive, but I'm pretty sure my mum has PDA as well. Yeah. Um, she used to avoid doing a lot of things like housework and stuff. Okay. She just presented work instead.
0: Right, okay. Um and do you think um so do you think it runs in families?
2: Do yeah, you, you definitely it's definitely genetic because okay. um a lot of people say like, Oh, I think my kid's got PDA and then they think maybe my other kids have it as well and I'm pretty sure like I got it on my husband cars and yeah. you can eat it in the family Okay, and even if um, the family members don't have pda there's definitely autism there
0: Right, there's
2: definitely a link
0: okay so what support have you got for yourself um,
2: not a lot at the moment um, okay. I've just hired a cleaner to come in right uh, once a week so that helps yeah well I took a lot of, a while to organise it's like I don't like phone calls, so yeah, took a lot of uh, trying to get that done.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And what about um, socially then, friends and doing things socially, is that something that is you avoid or have you got a group of friends?
2: Most of my friends are online. Um, I do have a few friends um, that we meet um, offline. Yeah. Um, we don't do a lot of things. I tend to go to a lot of autism groups. Okay. And just try and get out of the house and go to the kids. The kids like it because, like, they're a lot better than normal groups. Yeah. And they, play and they don't get told off but climbing up the slide or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they don't mind too much about going there.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if if you've got autism and PDA fighting all the time against each other which one wins who's who's the winner all the time autism or PDA he's with PDA <laughs> oh really okay yeah yeah and if you if you um, if you could magic one away not that it's I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it's who you are but if you could magic one away which one would you prefer to get rid of um because they're more intertwined I don't
2: think they're like separate but okay. I, I still wouldn't want to get rid of them okay. I mean it'd be nice to be like able to like sit down and do something without fighting but I don't think I would still want to get rid of it okay
0: so that's so what are the positives then about having it what what
2: um yeah there was a post recently on uh, one of the groups asking what the positives are because some people couldn't see them hmm. I mean, there was actually quite a lot of lists of it yeah um one of the main ones seems to be like um a lot of PDAs seem to be quite witty and funny, mm-hmm. like comedic. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, um, we're definitely like big on fairness and equality. That's definitely like one of the main things. Yeah, uh, positive things. We're always like wanting everything to be fair and equal. Yeah, and even though we're not very good at that ourselves.
0: Hmm.
2: Like, um, we want everyone to be treated the same. Yeah. You not know, like. A lot of us fight for, like uh, the minority groups
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: did i did I read um something about emotional intelligence and PDAs that you yeah. that's a, a possible not sure. not sure, maybe not I, I I read a fair bit on it um, before talking to yeah, you, I, and there was yeah, I'm sure there was something about that you 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 know conversely to what most people think autism can be, where they supposedly don't. Have show the emotions, although that's utter nonsense because everybody's yeah. completely, <laughs> d- completely different. I'm sure I'd read that um, PDA's are quite aware of other people's emotions and quite in tune with them.
2: Um, yeah, I think it's about the same level as autism, okay. but I think um, <laughs> part of the demand avoidance makes us like more aware, and I think that actually makes us slightly more intelligent because we're like sort of always like. Aware of what's going on because mm-hmm. we're always constantly looking for danger. Yeah. We're
0: always picking up on things, um, so I think that makes us like pick up on things a lot more. Yeah, yeah. That that oh, sounds like, like what I read. It's an overall awareness of the situation <laughs> and reading everyone and everything around you, yeah. which probably does it's make like you
2: like, like, vigilance. Yeah. I think.
0: It's kind of, of like, it's kind of like being Spider-Man and having extra spidey senses, isn't it?
2: That you're... So, well, yeah. yeah that I you think just, it's like when, you, when you're a spy, you're always like looking for the dangers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so of what, what could happen that you're always on the case.
0: And obviously anxiety is quite linked to it. So if, if you allow yeah. your brain to go down the route of thinking, I can't do that because it's dangerous then the anxiety kicks in. So how does that look when all of that happens? Yeah, anxiety is a big factor. A lot of them
2: thought that demand avoidance stemmed from anxiety. But a lot of those adults were saying that sometimes there's absolutely no anxiety there at all, but we're still avoiding it. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that um, anxiety is a a symptom of demand avoidance. Right. Um, And a lot of people are starting to figure out that the. When they used PDA strategies from a young age with kids, mm-hmm. the less anxious than the ones that are coming later okay. on, and just figuring out at an older age, um, because they've not been pushed as much. Yeah. Because um, when you when you think you've got like a typical child, mm-hmm. and then they're not doing what you expect them to do, you kind of push them. Yeah. You don't realise it's just making things worse. Yeah. Um, and that causes
0: anxiety, and then they get scared all the time thinking like they're gonna to have to do something that they can't do yeah and um, it's a bit like
1: um constantly expecting
2: someone who needs a wheelchair to walk to climb upstairs
0: yeah
2: and pushing them saying you have not go up the stairs go up the stairs all the time yeah and then every time you come to stairs you're going to be like scared yeah whereas you've yeah. always been like oh you don't need to go up the stairs there's a ramp that yeah. you're not going to be scared when they see the stairs
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense so are, are you saying that Children from a young age really do do things that don't push them into things they don't want to do because it's eventually going to cause inhi- heightened anxiety. Yeah. Whether they're neurotypical or not, just as a general rule.
2: Yeah, I think uh, like, autonomous parenting is definitely like something that all kids should have. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's, it's better anyway. I mean... It just doesn't seem fair like an adult should tell a child what to do all the time with everything. Yeah. <laughs> should like, have some option, Yeah. Involved in their own
0: lives. Yeah, so, so it's all about giving them a choice um, and making them feel yeah. involved in the decisions. Yeah. 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 So wh- when does that drift over into, do you ever, because you're obviously going to be a very autonomous parent, being the, way, yeah, being the way you are and, and, and your children, are there ever times where it's just a straight no for you? Like um, your kids to are mean
2: like when the kids don't want to do something and I'm like You've do got it, to do it. But, yeah. Um uh, a lot of the times try not to be, but sometimes it's just like when I've reached my limit yeah. and I just I just like to just do it.
0: Yes. Um, well you're human, like we're all human, we all do that. <laughs> yeah we all get worn down sometimes
2: yeah, but that's when i need to take a break yeah
0: um, but,
2: um i try not to but things like going to the doctors or appointments things like that i try um i try to give them as much choice as possible like
0: um
2: in like i give them options do you want to do something afterwards
0: yeah
2: like,
0: um, yeah and things like that um, Okay. Yeah. Where? How? How do you get time for you? Homeschooling um, three boys. How? How do you get time for yourself? And what do you do uh, if you ever get I it? Don't,
2: I don't really, like at the moment. Um, I like doing chores. Is actually, time to oh, myself. Um, uh, I try to think a bath occasionally. Yeah, um, I'm not coming banging on the door.
0: I was going to say, does that ever happen? Even even now, we, we got a yeah, puppy. Yeah. Um, last summer and my kids have now just about stopped entering the bathroom for something urgent while I'm on the toilet or in the shower and they now don't do that so much but now the bloomin' puppy wants to come in the bathroom as well it's like one day I'll get peace in the bathroom um so yeah so you don't you don't really get much time out I guess your online friends will be a bit of time out
2: yeah yeah Um. Yeah. It. Um, also, it can be tiring being online as well. because That's a, a type of like social communication thing. Even though it's not as tiring as like face to face, it's still tiring. Yeah. But it's also like uh, helpful as well because you get to like talk to people who are going through the same things as you are. Yeah. So it keeps you on the ball and like you think you're not dealing with it on your own. There's other people out there. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Because I think I imagine that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, that online friends are probably easier than physical in person friends because yeah.
2: being the online, you can like, take a break you can just turn the computer off. You exactly. don't need to like make excuses and then walk up.
0: Yeah, and if you see a message from someone, you don't have to answer it right away. Yeah.
2: And you've not
0: seen it <laughs> yeah exactly although that thing on facebook where it says scenes really annoying isn't it because then you feel yeah, guilted into replying like <laughs> yeah they should get rid of that yeah <laughs> yeah okay um so we've spoken a bit about tips for you and the, and the tips for your own children in terms of how you manage them is there anything else that you would want the world to know about PDA um so I suppose if if someone like me who knows nothing about it do you want them to ask questions to raise awareness and understanding or
2: you know? Um, what? yeah I don't mind people asking questions um there's a few of us who have Facebook pages so that's obviously like that means we want to talk about it yeah um, people don't really like to talk about it but they're probably ones who don't have Facebook pages so that's all right yeah
0: um
2: Maybe asking if you can ask questions. Yeah. um, And then they'll let you know whether they want to answer them or not. Yeah. Um, I think most of us do want to get awareness and understanding out there because it is like very misunderstood. Yes. And a lot of people get misdiagnosed with things like personality disorder and ODD. And um, if if the strategies were the same, it wouldn't matter so much, but they're very different to any other strategies out there. Yeah. And they do work. Um, so it's important, like the strategies for ODD and like the typical autism strategies, they don't always work. Yeah. And some of them make things worse, so it's important like that you use the correct strategies. <laughs>
0: Someone's having fun. They're um, lasting this long. They're doing very well. Well, I, I won't take too much more of your time. I've just got um, around the healthcare professionals. Then you're 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 on about the strategies um, that you can use and the misunderst how how the general public don't know a lot about it and it's probably quite yeah. misunderstood. Do you feel like healthcare professionals know enough? Are equipped enough? Definitely not.
2: No. Unless you go private, um, they just don't. Some of them will, they recognise it and they do understand it, but they say, we can't diagnose it. Yeah. Um, Because whoever their employer is, they just say don't diagnose it for some reason.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think definitely awareness and understanding needs to get out there a lot more. Yeah. not many people know about it. (laughs) The ones that do know about it think it's facing anxiety. Mm -hmm. So they try and use things for anxiety, which don't always work. Okay. And a lot of uh, people, I mean, I've heard silly things like them saying, oh, they can't be PDA um, because they don't avoid everything all the time. But that's impossible. Yeah. Because um, what we avoid includes things like breathing. I mean, I once like, tried to stop myself breathing because like, wow. my brain was like, I can't breathe, it's a bad thing. I was seeing that as a danger. That's like, frightening. you like, avoided everything all the time. We'd probably be dead. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll be able to survive. Yeah, we'll be able to get out of bed or like, do anything. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, they definitely don't understand
0: some of them. And so, if if you've got someone, um, a, a friend or someone that you interact with, um, what how sh- is there anything that someone like me should be aware of communicating with someone like someone like you? or hanging out with someone like you that would make your life easier?
2: Um, it is difficult because, like, we don't... A lot of PDAs, We want to be seen as normal, like, seen as everyone else. Yeah. We don't want accommodations being used, but we also want them used. Like, a lot of us would prefer, like, to communicate via email or by written communication.
0: Yeah. But we'd get embarrassed and we won't want to use it. Yes. Um, a lot
2: of us, um, we need, like, a lot of breaks, so if we want to end a conversation, we just want to sit, we we'll want to stop talking and that's it. Yeah. And um, some of us won't, we'll just mask and carry on and then deal with it afterwards. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, and so d- deal with it afterwards, what does that look like? Is that just drained
2: um, or...? It, it varies, I mean, sometimes I end up with migraines and I just want to go to sleep Yeah. i and... So the time that you just want to like scream and hit the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's usually like social communication. It, it does tire me out. Yeah. Even like half an
0: hour of it. Yeah, so you're going to be just, exhausted after this. You'll need to lie yeah. down after this, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I I think it's fascinating, and I hope that your page and the other people's pages work towards raising awareness on this. It's yeah something I never knew about. And it sounds like a constant battle. So I yeah. think you should be chuffed and proud with yourself that you're functioning in, in, the, in the world and raising three beautiful boys and able to talk to me and be so open about it all. So I think you should be very proud of yourself and keep doing what you're doing and, and letting the world know about it. Yeah. Yeah. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I have learnt tons um you can go have a lie down now (laughs) and chill out or a coffee coffee. anything you want to say before we go um i can't think
2: of anything at the moment okay right
0: (laughs) so that was rico which i found fascinating um and the real struggle that she faces every day with autism craving routine but pda not liking that Um, And not really wanting to do some basic things in life, like washing up and stuff. And and the strategies that she's shared to come overcome that are really, really useful. So I found her story very inspiring.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what's great about these podcasts. We've got some older teens and adults that are going to be able to, to give us tips and advice of how they get through life and what helps them.
0: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope you've all enjoyed that. And next week we have got Luke. is really fascinating it's another transgender type um interview um but um luke has done a a fair bit of research on this i suppose and started to look at if there's a a connection between being um on the spectrum and being transgender and all that sort of stuff so it's really really interesting I, i really enjoyed that one so we've got that to look forward to next week and all the usual stuff, haven't we?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, enjoy, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, as
1: always, if you want to listen to the full version, if you're listening now and it's not the full version, you really need to subscribe. Go over to the VIC group. We've got some amazing things coming. Totally.
0: All right. Have a good week, everyone.
1: Bye. Bye. Do you know what?